thanks for coming back to the Troncast with me, Tron Jordheim. Thanks for being here. I have a lot of fun doing these. I get to talk to interesting people from all over the world, get to make some new friends. I get to sit down and have some longer talks with people I've known for a while who I probably don't know as much about as I'd like to because so many people are doing so many interesting things. It is fun to talk to them about all those things they're doing. So thanks for tuning into the Troncast and uh, we'll have an episode coming up for you in just a few minutes. There are a few commercial messages because you know, gotta get paid. So stay tuned. Thanks for being here. I'm talking today with Josh Cohen from Junk Luggers. So this is a neat concept. The idea of helping people move things, helping people clear things out of their homes, helping people remove the big objects that they just can't deal with. This is a great service. And having been in a self-storage business for years, I know how important this service is for people because so many of the clients we have coming into our self-storage sites are folks who are trying to deal with stuff, 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 right? Lots of stuff. And if you've ever uh, seen the George Carlin uh, rant, if you call it that, bit about, you know, uh, my stuff isn't junk, but uh, your stuff is junk. That's uh, another way that people kind of look at the situation. But Josh has built an interesting business and a really good franchise model around helping people clear out their junk and get rid of their junk. And what I think he's been successful in doing is a couple things. One, he's tried to make it personal because he realizes that uh, there's so much emotional attachment to some of these things we're helping people deal with that you gotta be able to deal person to person with people. Plus, he's got a great website and as a website marketing geekish kind of guy. I love a great website that tells a great story that drives people to convert. So that's pretty cool. And Josh has an approach to try to never put stuff in the landfill when he's removing it for people, which is great because uh, man, when's the last time you did something kind for the earth, right? We gotta start doing that a little bit more. Anyway, stay tuned. I'm going to talk to Josh more about what he's doing with uh, junk luggers, and it's pretty interesting. So stay where you are. Be back soon. All right, well, thanks with Tron Jordheim. I'm talking with Josh Cohen today about one of my favorite topics lugging junk. <laughs> junk luggers. Uh, Josh has made a, a great business out of dealing with people's junk, but not just a great business, but he's got a great approach for keeping things out of landfills for one thing. You know, the, the longer I live, the more I think, man, I haven't done anything nice to the <laughs> earth today. So, you know, Josh, maybe you can handle some of that for me. Tell me how you're keeping things out of the landfill. That's got to be tricky. Definitely. And thanks for having me on the, on the podcast. Um, 
So for us, you know, I started the company about 15 years ago almost. And one of our big missions from the start is to keep things out of landfills by donating and recycling and now upcycling. Um, so what we found is that we just get a lot of stuff, uh, especially from people's homes, a lot of furniture too, um, that really is not trash, doesn't need to be thrown away. And uh, until we started, that, that really was the norm. Right, right. So uh, really, that's, that's our big mission. We get to donate and recycle every single day. It's, it's part of uh, our company culture. It's why our franchise partners uh, are feel, and, our, and, our, and our staff feel so proud to be a part of the company is because, you know, we have this greater purpose beyond just building a great business and, and, and making money. Um, it's about uh, helping the local environment, helping the community by donating. And so we just get to have this very direct way of being able to do that every day. Yeah, that's wonderful. So being in the self-storage business, the thing I hate the most is mattresses. How do you keep mattresses out of the landfills? How do you do that in an effective way? Because if you've got some magic sauce there, that would be fabulous. That's a good question. We do have a couple of things that we do there. Um, so uh, the first thing that we do, uh, and we have, a, we have a few locations at this point, but uh, as an example, at one of our locations, uh, we have a big, uh, a big container where we store mattresses. And so we get a lot of mattresses that people are getting rid of. Um, we store them up. We, we, uh, we build a supply in bulk. And then we actually deliver them to a mattress recycling facility nearby that will take it apart and uh, use, use the different components of the mattress uh, for, for other things. Um, and then another thing that we do with mattresses is uh, we've actually just started a trial partnership with uh, Casper Mattress, who you may have heard of, and yes. they have a yeah great. So they have a um, a guarantee to their customers that if they're not happy with the mattress or they don't want it for any reason, you can return it. I, I believe within a hundred days. And so they uh, are also you know very committed to making sure that what they're doing has the least amount of impact in the environment. And so they have some strict regulations, and they said if you're going to work with us, we want to make sure that you're not just taking these mattresses and, and dumping them or, or turning around and just reselling them again uh, from underneath us. So what we've done is we've established partnerships with a lot of local donation centers, a lot of local charities uh, around New York City. And uh, so we're actually able to get these mattresses that are still perfectly good into people's hands who really need them. Many people who don't even have beds to sleep on. Yeah, so what's amazing to me about the entrepreneurship journey is as you start something, the idea changes, right? Because you probably knew you had to get really good at upcycling, recycling, donating. But did you have any idea you had to get this good at it? <laughs> um, I think when we set our big hairy audacious goal to keep 100% of reusable items out of landfill by 2025, we were like, all right, that's a pretty good goal. Now, how the heck are we going to do it? Um, but it's definitely set us out on a path where uh, we figured, so yes, we figured we would, there'd probably be a number of challenges because the reality is there are not solutions to donate and recycle everything yet. No, that's for sure. Uh, but this also has to be an interesting selling point for when you're bringing in new franchisees. So tell me about how you set up the franchise model, because that's always been fascinating to me. I've seen it work well in a lot of businesses and 
and there there are other people in the moving business or the the stuff handling business how, how did you conquer that <laughs> well i'd hardly say we conquered it uh, but but <laughs> uh, approached it maybe how did you approach it <laughs> yeah so um well, I don't know exactly where to start with that one, but I can tell you what we did was, you know, unlike a lot of franchise brands, um, I, I I waited almost 10 years to start franchising because I really wanted to um, understand the business, build our systems and processes and, and build a turnkey system, which is what it requires to build a good franchise system. Um, so we did that. We thought we did it as best as we could. Certainly have had a lot of learning lessons over the last six years. Um, but, it, you know, that really starts everywhere from having a good business model that works and that makes money and that has systems and processes to putting the right people in place to support the franchisees and get them started, you know, from the moment they sign their franchise agreement, get them on the right path um, to, uh, um, to really just uh, evolving a team, a franchise team. So everybody is collaborating, learning from each other, uh, kind of leveraging this collective brain power that is so special about franchising right because you get people of all different experiences and backgrounds all coming together to um to help the company as a whole to learn and to be the best that we can and so i guess if i had to break it down to just to to a few simple uh, simple things uh i guess that's how we really got started Wow, well, that's great, and and I know like so many small businesses, you started with you know, one vehicle, right? Didn't you say your mom's SUV? That's right. What what were the first couple jobs like for you, and 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 how did you see this big picture that that it was possible? Yeah, I mean it's interesting because you know when I got started, it was just a friend said he made a hundred bucks hauling away his neighbor's refrigerator, and I was just a college student thinking, oh, that's great, a hundred bucks to haul away a refrigerator, I'd be rich. And uh, and I remember going home, I printed up some flyers, 21-year-old college student wants to help you haul away your junk and bring things to Goodwill, to, to donate, to recycle. And I literally just started going door to door in my neighborhood, handing out these flyers, knocking on people's doors. Um, some of the first few jobs were really memorable, right? So I remember the very first job I did was I just helped um, a neighbor take some stuff from her garage and get rid of it. Nothing memorable except for the fact that I thought, wow, this is this is a great business. I just helped somebody who's very happy and, 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 I, and I made a lot more money than I would have at my internship. Um, right. And they were happy to see the junk gone and the space available. Right. And I think that's really one of the best parts about this business that I learned early on is just the customer satisfaction, the appreciation, the relief from people when they when you help them get rid of stuff that's been just cluttering up their lives. Um, but when that really got taken to a next level for me was on my second job. And that was for another neighbor around the corner um, who was an elderly woman and her husband had passed away and she was getting ready to sell her house to move now. And so I remember going over there and, I, and this was, you know, I had an internship at the time. So I was going over at six in the morning, working for a couple of hours and then going back at the end of the day to finish up uh, before you just couldn't see anymore. Um, and so I was going over to her house every day, helping her to clear out things that clearly had a lot of meaning, a lot of sentimental value, a lot of memories. And she had just gone through something very traumatic, right? So, yeah. so what to me was so special about the business and what continues to be is that we're not just clearing away junk. We're taking away things that have sentimental value, have memories for people that are very strong, that, that really mean a lot to them. And that's where 
I found the combination of getting to like really get to know the customers and get personal with them um, was happening all of the time and was really special to help work them through these things. And at the same time, just not tossing their stuff in the trash. And that's really where the idea of donating, recycling, upcycling for us has really been an important part of our business model. Wow. And that's probably also become an important part of you training new franchisees is it's not about necessarily how you carry things or how you load the truck or where you take it to. It's how are you talking to the people and, and you know, how are you being empathetic? Because you're you're uh, stirring up their emotions by moving these things around. It's it's more than a cloud of dust you're starting. 100%. right? Yeah, I know we see that in the storage business, too, that people are storing their oh, memories and, and things that mean things to them. Yeah. Right. So so how do you how do you train people to to do that part? Right. The people part, the people working on the trucks. Yes. And your franchisees who, who are talking to the folks. Right. Yeah, so how do we... I'm sorry, I don't totally understand the question. I'm in the midst of it. No, so so how are, you, how are you helping people really understand how important the empathy uh, is and, and how to talk to uh, the people? Got it. Well, uh, a lot of training and education. Me, me sharing these stories with people. Um, getting them out in the trucks and, and them experiencing it themselves firsthand. Um, and I can tell you that uh, we do a lot to prepare people and to train them. But it's very, very common where someone, a franchisee will go, will open a location, and I'll get a call from them a week or two later. Hey, you know, I heard you talk about this a lot. Um, it really resonated with me. But, but today I actually saw it for my, myself firsthand how important this is. And I think once they see it for themselves firsthand in their own franchise, in their own territory that they own, um, it just takes it to a whole new level. Right. Then they really get it when they see it happening Right. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So what's what's the next big plan for you? What's next around the corner for for Josh and junk loggers? World domination, of course. (laughs) There's a lot of (laughs) junk in the world, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, we're we're uh, we're definitely aggressively trying to expand the the company. Um, We uh, we are servicing 60 territories right now throughout the country. Um, and we're, we're really looking to, to grow that to 200 to 250 territories with about 100 to 150 franchise partners over the next three years. Well, that sounds great. So how do people find out more about you uh, if they want to use you for a service or if they want to talk about franchising? Wh- where would you want them to go? Okay, let's go right to the website. It's junkluggers.com. Well, that's pretty easy to remember. Junkluggers.com. That's right. Okay. So what, what markets have you opened up recently and, and how are they sort of different than some of the other markets that you've been in? Yeah. So, um, so let's just pull up the list here. Um, some of the markets that we've opened in recently were uh, we opened in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, we opened in um, uh, right outside of D.C., uh, we have opened up in Houston, Texas. Yeah, those are those are busy markets. Lots of people moving in and out. Lots of things happening, right? So I imagine that's part of what drives your business too, is just the movement of the people, right?
what do you do for sales training and team building exercises? What do you do for customer service training and team building exercises? I know you're trying all kinds of things and there's some good stuff out there. But I swear, if anyone ever asked me to do another trust fall, my brain's gonna explode. So let's come up with something different. I've been trying to find something different for a while. And I thought, well, why not? Let's come up with a sales training game or a customer service training game, something fun that everyone can get into and that they can laugh about and challenge each other and poke each other a little bit and feel some of the emotional ups and downs that you get when you're in customer service and sales. So I went to a game jam uh, headed up by the local regional economic development group here in Columbia and Boone County, Missouri. And I met uh, a group of game developers and we had so much fun that we ended up creating a game called Starship Junkyard, which is a great and hilarious way to do team building for your businesses, for your sales teams, for your customer service teams. And it's turned out to be just a great family and friends game too. Something you can sit down and play for half an hour or an hour or a great pub game. It's hilarious. It's called Starship Junkyard. And you can find it on Facebook at uh, the Starship Junkyard, the card game. You can buy it on thegamecrafter.com. Go to thegamecrafter.com and look up Starship Junkyard and buy a copy and play it. It's hilarious. So try that for your next team building exercise. Try that for your next sales training meeting. Sit down and play Starship Junkyard and you will be happy you did. Go check it out on Facebook, Twitter. Go buy the game at thegamecrafter.com. The Starship Junkyard, the card game. Thank you.